0: What is going on fellow chatters? Today on the show I have fellow podcaster, author of five best-selling business books, and an inductee to the National Speakers Hall of Fame, Scott Stratton. We get into some sports talk including if he'll ever go back to the Toronto Maple Leafs. The coffee that has longed for the ride today is the blonde from Starbucks. And now my chat with Scott. Well, thanks for sitting down with me today, Scott. Uh, how are their things?
1: It's all good here, man. It's all—it's uh, getting cold, and uh, it's the way I least like it.
0: Well, yes, but you—you uh, you take the odd trip to, uh, to some southern regions, don't you?
1: Many, many
0: trips. <laughs> Get away from this cold. Yes, sir. Now, let's get into the the NFL. And like like you, uh you're a fan of the Detroit Lions. I'm a fan of the Raiders. How do we put up with it?
1: I don't know. It's uh, I I told the children um when, you know, a, a couple of our kids are are fairly new uh NFL fans and I just told them it's very simple. Uh if you don't have hope, you can never be disappointed. <laughs> And that's the cruelest part of the thing is when you do have hope, um, you're let down. So as a Lions fan, I just enjoy the ride. And uh, and that includes both for a season of having hope and per game. Yeah. So when the Lions are up by a certain amount of t- touchdowns, I never feel comfortable. Um, and let's just like Last year with the Lions, we had like nine fourth quarter comebacks. People were like, that's amazing. I said, no, that means we were behind. You know those nine times, so it's it's quite a fickle beast.
0: Well, it's like every Sunday night, it's like I'm done. I'm burning everything I own, <laughs> and then the following, well, the and then the following <laughs> Sunday, it's it's all right. We're going for the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, and let's do this. <laughs> and and so you know, so uh, some people know that uh, Allison and my you know second home pretty much is vegas and uh and as you know the raiders are coming there in 2020 yep and we had put down a a deposit for season tickets because our plan is about six years from now we'll live there half the year and uh our, our oldest son aiden who's been 50 years old since he was two and is always about you know what's right in the world and uh who's also a ravens fan Uh, which I thought was convenient because they've won in his lifetime. And uh, he said, well, how would you have season tickets for a team you don't, you know, the Lions are your team. I'm like, well, yeah, I'll have, you know, I can have two teams because Raiders will be my home team there, but I'll always be a Lions fan. He's like, you can't do that. You can't have two teams. And I'm like, look, you haven't, listen, young man, when you've suffered for decades, um, it's okay to have a, a side piece. But you you can, know, something on the side. And, and he says, What happens when the Raiders and the Lions meet in the Super Bowl? And I just laughed <laughs> and I laughed and I laughed. And then I kept laughing.
0: But you can go, Well, you know what? The Raiders are AFC. They came into the league when the Lions were already there. So it don't matter. Right. <laughs> plus, exactly. Exactly. Plus the Lions and the Raiders in the Super Bowl?
1: Dude, that, that was the funny part. Maybe, I just kept yeah, laughing. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Maybe, you know, 10 years, one team might.
1: Yeah, so it's it's like it's like saying, "What happens if you sprout wings?" You know, it's not going to happen.
0: Oh, I know. And speaking of of Las Vegas, uh, the NHL moved there last year with the Golden Mm -hmm. Knights. You jumped on them uh, right away. How are yeah? When
1: they announced (laughs) when they announced the team,
0: how are home games there?
1: Insane, they are. uh, So I went in, and as as. Uh, as i've been very public about about almost ten years ago, I broke up with the Leafs and uh, if you go to I'm breaking up with the dot that's the video of me breaking up with them and I, uh, I decided okay I, I actually broke up with hockey. I really stopped watching it. Uh, it just got my breaking point of of being a leaf fan and I, I stopped watching hockey, which is sacrilegious, obviously for a Canadian. And when the, the Vegas announced they were going to get an expansion team, I said, okay, well, I'm ready to dip my toe back in, and now's a good time as any. So I I became a fan when they announced the team, and I really have to state that to people because they think I became a Golden Knights fan because they did well. And I was prepared for a good 10-year run of expansion team, of uh, of, you know, doing the expansion draft and then you know, then trading away those people you picked up, and just for the long haul. And I was expecting, like most people in Vegas, to have a very high percentage of visiting fans at the games and i went to the i went to regular season game two last year so right at the start and it was red wings knights and there was probably about a third red wings fans in in the arena but uh knights fans the second game of the season were loud were loud like really really loud And i was really impressed and and then it got to the point of that season where you know their practices sold out like i've never heard of that their, their practices, which is out by Red Rock, their arena, um, would had standing room only. People would line up at seven in the morning to get into a one p.m. practice.
0: Usually, just you, to cheer you, the you team on. You can't give those tickets away in in a, no. a normal city, like a no. city that's been in there for twenty, thirty years.
1: Most most teams don't even open it up because yeah. nobody would come anyways.
0: But, like, I think that was the biggest sort of uh, aspect that caught a lot of people off guard was. The actual fan base in Vegas that cheered for Vegas.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, people always thought that it's going to be a very transient team, where there it would be. You know, the people. I, it's it's funny, and I've like my heart's been in Vegas for a long time, and and Alice and I got married there, and uh, um, we we really think of it as a second home, and people people don't think actual humans live in vegas like they, they just think it's, it's a bunch of hotels and casinos and everybody flies in and then everybody leaves and it's it's actually a, a fairly decent sized city uh with the surrounding areas with you know uh with the Summerlin and with north vegas and everything. it's actually it was right before the, before, before the recession hit it was the fastest growing city in the us and so they have a big big concentration of people that live there now a lot of people there aren't originally from vegas but they all have this bond of we have this feeling of nobody thinks this is our home um and uh, you know and a few things happened that really made the this momentum you know you had the incredible tragedy of the of the massacre that happened less than two weeks before the opening mm-hmm. of the season and the team came together um they raised a thing in the banners to represent the 50 i believe 53 people that were were killed that day um they have patches on their jerseys and then of course they did amazing, and and you know you want the solution for the how do you fill the the, the arena when you're an expansion team? Well, win, you know, winning yeah. you know <laughs> solves a lot of things, and obviously we wouldn't see this type of support if they did what the usual expansion team did. But it was pandemonium there. I was there during the Stanley Cup um, when they were actually playing in Washington. We were there, and you know there was a Golden Knights jersey on the Statue of Liberty in New York, New York. Caesar out in front of Caesar's palace had a a golden Knights goalie stick in his hand. And uh, it was incredible to see. And the the thing was with the golden Knights, because of everything that had happened, I don't think anybody outside of maybe capitals fans, I don't think anybody was rooting against the Knights. It was such a great story that um, everybody was really pulling for them that you had, except for the people that ran the sports books because a bunch of people bet on the Knights beforehand.
0: I think it was twofold, right? You like, Hey, Yeah, it would be a great story that the Knights win the cup. But then you also had Ovechkin like, wouldn't it be great to see him win his first cup? Yeah. So yeah. And I'm actually
1: happy. They, I'm happy they didn't win because one, as a old time hockey fan, I am really happy Ovechkin won. And, uh, and also if the Knights won in their first year, you'd be like, okay, I'm done. It's <laughs> it. There's nowhere to go. You have, you have, you have no fa- fan base. Part of it is built on pain. You know, one of the reasons why the Red Sox enjoy winning the World Series multiple times now is because they had, you know, almost a century of pain. Like there's legacy in that. And if you come out, uh, uh, if you come out winning right away, uh, then they just all the fans are like, oh, this happens every year.
0: And (laughs) and if they don't and if they like just make the first round, it's like, why didn't you guys go all the way again?
1: Right, right. So uh, it was uh, it was a beautiful Cinderella story and I think it ended the way it should have.
0: Now, you kind of being a a resident of Vegas, what are your thoughts of the NHL jumping in to sports betting?
1: Well, I think it's it's about that point where uh, uh it's that time where um it's a different kind of world now. You realize once the you know, once it became kind of federally legal um and I, each individual state is allowed to you know, dictate whether or not they want to jump in, but uh, I just think it's a different time now. I think betting was happening anyways. You know, we've had obviously sports betting here in Ontario, you know, in Canada, with, with mm-hmm. Pro Line and everything for oh god, what decades? And um, I, I just don't think that um, you know, pretending the betting doesn't happen. And, and the betting now, obviously, there's there's a, a, a you know a bad side to it, but with with betting, it creates more interest in the sport as well you know we play fantasy football every year i run a fantasy football league and uh you know it's you're interested all season and because of players you would never follow and and that's the same thing with with hockey and same thing with basketball and and baseball now basketball i think has a different um issue with it just because of the kind of the scandals that had happened uh, you know years ago with that one ref Mm -hmm, and they're a little bit hesitant with that but it it is interesting because if uh, a casino uh, holding company also has a stake in a team then that chain of casinos won't let you bet on that team so like the caesars ownership group has a, a small minority ownership in the celtics and so when you go to caesars palace to bet uh, when they were on their big run uh with uh with 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 garnett and, uh, and Pierce and allen uh you couldn't bet on the celtics so it was like you had to whoever to win if they were playing the celtics in the final. You, you could bet on the losing team. It's like it was so weird because just by law, they weren't allowed to accept money on a team they own.
0: And pretty much, like, I mean, all leagues thinly disguise betting by putting out, the st- like, the stats. Like, look at the NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, they thinly disguise. Here, what we think the odds are, go have fun. Yes.
1: And yeah, it's like, here's oh. the spread. Yeah, don't <laughs> bet. Don't bet. But here's the betting spread. Yeah, and so. its I think that we're, we're getting to the point where, and here's the thing, here's where the sports are doing something now, where, um, so I think it was the Devils and a, a, a basketball team were um, now going into a sponsorship agreement with Caesar, Caesars Palace Company. And now you have Major League Baseball coming out and saying, um, since it's now federally legal, we want a cut. So Major League Baseball is coming out saying you're betting on our sport officially now. You're using our team names, you're using our images, and so like anything else, this is more of a licensing thing. If sports betting houses are are making money off of our teams playing, and they said we want a royalty, and they're they're pitching like a one and a half percent royalty on on bets as part of the you know the vig, the money that the sports house makes and uh it's fascinating because i first i balked at it and i I've, I've bet many times on sports and i'm very poor at it and uh, uh, uh but nothing's better than a sports book on a sunday for football and then we sit there for 11 hours and you put 5 or 10 dollars on a 17 parlay and you could win 5 grand and um i just find it exciting and it's interesting that the and and, and i realize i shouldn't have been surprised when they come out and say we need a piece of this action
0: well you got sports radio shows sports tv shows that yeah. have hours of spread talk shows
1: yeah and you have like arenas with daily fantasy yep. sports right there yep. they're advertising on the boards yep. and um so it's 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 certainly a, a an interesting thing yet yet in vegas you can't buy a lottery ticket so <laughs> you know i don't there's no state lottery there because it's amazing to me so there's a lot of hypocrisy and, 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 and money and uh I like I like where it's gone.
0: So I want to swing back to, to your, your I guess was be bitter divorce with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yes. Now now that they have a team that is looking like they're really hard gonna be hard to beat in the playoffs, mm-hmm. are you having sort of second thoughts or are you just I'm done, I'm with the golden. No, Knights. no, yeah.
1: I have not. I haven't looked back. I haven't. I haven't gone back through our old yearbook photos, or you know, look back in Facebook memories to when we were a couple. Or no, I don't. I. 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 As any breakup goes, I wish them all the best, and lose my number.
0: But don't be my – you know,
1: Right. Right. And I. And I, you know, I've already been hung up by the galleys for breaking up with them. If you want to read some fascinating comments, go to that URL I said. Uh, uh, and you'll see the YouTube video and you look at the comments and every season that I've written it, people jump in there and like, Well, how do you like us now? We won't even take you back now, and then they you're you know like, it's, like, it's like
0: I got a team that went, yeah. to, went to the final, so yeah wow. cool you know
1: it's 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 a great like somebody's like i uh, you know you won't when we the Stanley Cup parade goes up young street you're you're not allowed to come and somebody threatened to stab me if I showed up at the Stanley uh, Cup parade final, you know thing and so what are they going to do? Sit Trump. there
0: and see if you are there and not? Yeah, right. Not that's enjoy that's it? the whole
1: point, right? <laughs> They're going to watch for me. Look, look. I there was nobody more diehard than me for the Leafs. I was no, like in the '93 and '94, and uh, growing up, you know, I wore my Gilmore jersey um, every day to school. I then before that, I wore my Wendell Clark uh, jersey to school. I had an Alan Bester jersey for crying out loud. Like I
0: <laughs> that that is I, diehard. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Like I lived and breathed these guys and it just, you just, and it was more of ownership management and it was more. And once I actually had learned about that, the, that I actually had read that uh, the Leafs could have had Gretzky. Oh, um, no, was, uh, a, but, uh, but, uh, when I learned about that and they said, why do we spend the money on him? when We're sold we out have, anyway. Yeah, we have
0: enough tickets. We don't need Gretzky.
1: Yeah. That, that, w- that really was it. Like that was just like, you know what? I don't, I'm giving you all my emotions. <laughs> And, uh, and and my money, and to the point where I see for me, um, I have enough emotional and mental capacity to be all in on one sport, and then the other ones kind of rank below that so, for me. So, but then it was hockey, it was the Leafs, and and then everything else kind of was below that. And and for me now, it's um uh, it's it's been football for a long time, and it goes like for me, it's like uh, NFL. And then um, NBA, so Raptors, and I've, but I've been a Raptors fan since they were expansion when they first started, um, and then uh, Golden Knights, um, and then the Jays, and so it's like I, that's the amount of, and it, and it goes dwindling percentages down, um, and it's just because I just don't, I don't have the heart, my heart's gonna stop. I've been let down so many times, so I just they don't they don't deserve it.
0: Now, I have a, a little beef to pick with you um, with your with your podcast the Unpodcast cuz every once in a while you throw up a lyric of a song and I find myself singing that song the entire day. <laughs> and it's like oh, why
1: why you put that little earworm in. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah, well that's so much music music is so much part of my DNA, right? You just like and all music and yeah. it's, so it's every time everything is said you just hear like we were at a poker tournament once, me and my my felt my my best friend and gambling degenerate um we were at a poker tournament in atlantic city and the tournament director came it was gonna be a break and he came up and said okay everybody stop what you're doing and jay just goes because i'm about to ruin and then just <laughs> only i laugh and nobody else at the table got the joke and it's like music is you know, woven throughout my life. So I apologize.
0: Uh, well, I mean, I mean, I said a little beefy. I mean, hey, the song is good, so I'm not going to complain, <laughs> right? I mean, if it was, you know, Backstreet's Back, then I might have an issue.
1: Yeah, that's a solid song, man. That's a solid <laughs> song.
0: Anyways, before I let you go, we're going to have our fast five, five questions. First thing that pops in your mind, let you me it. know your answer. So first question Part is, way. Is there a speaker or person that you want to sit down and listen to give a talk?
1: Yeah, a uh, uh, fellow Canadian, um, Ron Tite, is uh, is is the best. I, I I love listening to him speak. He's a a trained comedian, but also business genius. And uh, I don't lis- I don't like listening to many speakers. Um, uh, and he is certainly uh, at the top for me.
0: A band that you haven't seen live, but missed that opportunity.
1: Rage Against Machine.
0: Oh, that would have been good.
1: Oh, dude, I'm going to take that to my grave, man. I'm going to take it to my grave.
0: Now, would you count the profits of Rage as a little bit? No. No. No? (laughs) Okay. Poutine or pizza? Poutine. Uh, Favorite beer or alcoholic drink?
1: I would say uh, Fat Tire beer out of Texas.
0: Favorite place to pick up a shot of Java?
1: Oh, mama. There is a uh, small coffee place in Chelsea Market uh, in New York that just makes the best uh, latte and Alice gets an espresso there and it's our little happy
0: place. Yes, I like small places, independent, great coffees.
1: It's great. Yeah, it takes an hour to make it. It's great.
0: (laughs) It's worth it though. Yep, yep. Now, where can people find you on the internets?
1: Oh, on marketing, pretty much everywhere. Uh, that's the site, that's Instagram, it's Twitter, it's Facebook, yeah, that's uh, or any bookshelves with one of our five books.
0: Yes, and they are good, especially if you want to figure out what the hell to do in business. <laughs> Anyways, thanks very much, Scott, for dropping by and uh, giving a little uh, preview of your sports fanatic and music. Thanks, man. Okay, we'll talk to you later. Bye. See you. I would like to thank Scott Stratton for chatting with me, and thanks to you for tuning in. And you can contact me on Twitter, at Jason Perrier, that's at Jason, P-E-R-R-I-E-R, and use the hashtag ChanceToChatWith if there is someone who you want me to chat with. Until we chat again, I'm out.